Dirty Mouth Radio. What up, what up, what up? It's your boy, Comedic Energy, and this is Dirty Mouth Radio. Dirty Mouth Radio, produced by Livewire Sound and Entertainment. We got a full house, man. There's a lot of people up in here. So I'll let y'all introduce yourselves right now. It's Sharday. Your girl, Golden. Mecca Monet in his house. You got a special guest. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. We got... That's my girl right there. <laughs> it's your boy, Craig. And we got a special guest. I let him introduce himself as well. My name's Terrell McCray. Mr. Building Shot. Strong mindset. Thank y'all for having me. Appreciate y'all. It's all good. Ready to get into it. Beer, beer, beer. So let's... Good, brother. What's good? <laughs> um, I'm a special guest too. I wasn't offended, <laughs> but you jumped in there. <laughs> so we got another yeah, special she guest. Is, she is, she is, yeah, she's a special guest. She is the Mecca, my nigga. Oh my god, she got a motherfucking emphasize on the M, oh on goodness. the cuff. So we got another special guest as well, Mecca Monet. She in the building. Ooh, All right, yep, 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 yep. All right, man. So let's get it cracking. Make sure you turn east when you talk to her. <laughs> oh my god! So we've been preparing for this. So y'all go ahead and talk. What's up? It's really good. Hey. What y'all want to start off with? American Sons. <laughs> let's go ahead and dive yeah, we, right we, on nah, in. Damn, we can't ease no, into it. We got to just cut the small talk. I was trying talk. to ease into this. I mean, that, how was y'all damn week? Like, shit. What's up? It was all right, but I watched American Sons. All right, well, all right <laughs> the week get was right good. To it. Goddamn. Let's go, Mecca. All right, so did y'all see American Sons? Yes. I would hate to say I didn't see it. I have. I have not. Yes. Okay. You want to summarize it or you want? All right. So basically, uh, Carrie Washington, she's a black mom. She's in a police station. She's frantic because her her son is missing. The police not telling her nothing. They on the whole, we don't know what's going on. Or the little bit we do know, ma'am, we can't tell you this and that. The son's dad is a white guy. He walks in the police station. He has on a badge or whatever. So the cop just automatically assumed that the dad was a detective on the case. So he starts talking all this junk about, oh, the, the mom over there acting ghetto. And, you know, this is what we found out. He was in the car with two other black guys and they got pulled over. But, you know, we don't really know much else about the case. Till he realizes that the white guy that just walked in with the badge is the son's dad caught him off guard he's like why do you have that badge on and the, the dad is like i'm an fbi agent what you know he's like what does that matter like you know i need to you need to find my son so basically they him and the mom are waiting around for the police to tell them where their son is what's going on and as they are waiting they're having this conversation back and forth about racism in america basically and the white dad is completely oblivious to what black people really go through firsthand as far as racism. Like, you know, he he's like, oh, you know, I raised him better than that. And he he knows to respect the police and, you know, this and that. And, and, and Kerry Washington is pretty much letting him know, like, it doesn't matter how much you respect them or how good you act or how educated you are. You're still, you still have a target on your back as far as racism. So, now I just really that part of the story I really can't get into. You 
married a black woman, you in a black family, you got a black son, and you gonna tell know. me yeah. you don't know the extent of racism. And on the top of that, you are a police officer. Yeah, for that's real. some bullshit. Yeah, I agree with that's that. That's white privilege, right? Yeah, but then, it, so y'all don't believe what? that he's oblivious to the whole, uh, you know. I, I, maybe for the storyline for the her. movie, but not in real life. He's not oblivious to the fact of what we go through as people. He is. He he don't understand how could it affect his child. Right. Um, uh, right. He's thinking about the white right. privilege side. He's not thinking about the black. Yeah. Side. Oh, because he raised him he raised to, in white. a in a suburban household. Exactly. He got top education, and and that's, that's all exactly he kept talking about. Is. Like I right. sent him to the top schools, and he's not thinking about the black side. Yeah. Right. So then, at the end, it turns out. Um, the guys he was riding with, they got into some altercation with the police. The police ended up shooting at the um, the guy that was driving the car, and the son got hit with a straight bullet or a ricochet or whatever. But either way, he died. He died. Right. Oh shit! Right. Damn. That's the ending of. That's how I can't understand people saying the movie the movie is corny because, I mean, at the part you thought that it was going to be. One of the guys that he was with. Now, mind you, the guys that he was with, he never hung with them before. Mm-hmm. One of them was two years older than he. Then he was on the run for uh, a Four misdemeanor for weed. for weed, and then that's why he took off. <clears throat> and then they had weed. I think they had weed in the car. I think mm-hmm. they was buying weed. So that's why the two. It was another part where they talk about how he explained what, exactly what happened at the end. That the officer come in and he is, he tell them you know about the kid getting killed. But they explain what happens before before the kid gets shot. Mm-hmm. Like one kid was on the ground, the other one fleed, then the son got out the car last. Mm-hmm. And then the other one fleed. And then the other kid come up and he was trying to I think he was coming towards the cop and then he started shooting and then that's when the day kid got killed. Oh wow. And so, see, that's where I don't want to say the confusion comes in between white people and black people, but th- that's where the conversation comes up of, well, he shouldn't have been charging towards the cop, or he should have just listened, or he shouldn't have and been doing... And that's what that lieutenant came in, and he kept saying, like, you should teach your son to shut up. Mm-hmm. When I stop, when... Yeah, he's yeah. like, when a police officer stop you, like, you have to obey. Like, listen, you don't know why I'm stopping you, just listen. But that's like not, you, and he was saying like you have no rights when I stop you basically. Right. But that's not the same way they treat white people when they stop us. Exactly. No white people can do anything no. and still live. Because they know they're gonna sue their asses and shit and get bread. But I will play devil devil's advocate. But what he what the lieutenant was saying, it didn't come off right because it never comes off right. It's always like we got knee pads on, we're gonna do whatever we gotta do just to get home. But when you get home, are you even the same person after that? After something like that? Fuck. And no. I've always thought about that. So how, it's like, oh, I'm sorry. How you? My fault. You good? But how are you coming home? Like it's either you damned if or you damned if you mm-hmm. don't. Like if you come home, you traumatize. You dealing with traumatization of being a gun yeah. put to your head, getting out the car for no reason. Yeah. Like even me to the day, like I get scared when the cops get behind me. I got firearms and all that type of stuff. But I know mm-hmm. all my all my stuff is. Legit, yeah. everything is right, so but I still, still get nervous, right? Like, cause I never yeah. know what mm-hmm. what's gonna happen. That's that's, that's one of the issues we that's, was talking about. Go ahead, go ahead, Craig. 
And that's, that's no, I was gonna say some fool ass shit. Ass. <laughs> I was gonna say that's why I don't ride in front of the police. I ride behind the motherfucker. Oh my god! That's real talk because I I was I was like nineteen. I went to pick my coworker up. He needed a ride to work. He lived in like I don't want to say the hood, but we was in like a the hood you know we're in concord and um i'm just riding you know we trying to get out the neighborhood so we can get to work on time he comes out of nowhere he like i don't know why but the police is fucking with you and i'm like what are you talking about he like you don't realize what they doing i'm completely oblivious you know what i'm saying i ain't never had no running with the cops never been in trouble none of that we turn on the street next thing i know one pull up in front of me one behind me they got me boxing Jump oh, out the car, yep. guns drawn. It, sir, get out the car, get out the car. So automatically, I'm thinking, okay. This what you mean, sir, done. get out the car? They were telling oh, they him, said, like, oh, you know, right. so I'm like, damn, did he do something? Got in my car. So they take him out the car. They asking me, man, what's going on? Don't lie to us. You start lying, shit gets crazy. Just just be honest. Tell shit us what's like going that. on. I'm like, look, we just going to work right now. I'm terrified. Like, <laughs> 10 minutes later, oh, uh, Somebody broke into a house next to the street you just came off of. So, you know, that's... And you're supposed to go home. But your story checked out, though, ma'am. You're good to go. But you just had a gun pointed at me. It was at least three or four of y'all with guns drawn. Mm -hmm. For for a robbery. That I don't even think actually took place. Wow. It's it's five o'clock in the afternoon. Who robbing somebody's house in Britain? Then, at the time, I'm in a hoop ride... My car is like green and silver. I'm in a two tone car. Like you didn't mistake this damn car for nobody else's. You know what I'm saying? That yeah. and that's just the going back to the movie. It don't. It, it doesn't matter how innocent you are. They'll fuck with you if they bored today. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. If it. If it. But makes my sense, thing. Yeah. But my. My thing be like. My thing be this, man. They only be up in our neighborhoods doing that shit. They don't be in their motherfucking neighborhoods harassing niggas like that and shit. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? They be in our neighborhoods like roaches sitting on the motherfucking corners at a certain time of the year waiting for your ass to drive down the street because they know you're going to be speeding trying to get to work and shit. Mm-hmm. But, but that plays into the white privilege. That plays into the white privilege, man. And I always say, like, when you conceal and carrying... They- hold up. When you conceal carrying, it's always... Uh, uh, you you always think a gray area with that because you know you got a gun on you. You know it's legal. Do they know it's legal? Do yes. are they, what they gonna do? What they, they, know, they gonna do? It's, it's connected to your um tags in your car. So as soon as they pull up, they your know tags, you have a firearm. They know what so, type so, it is. They don't know if you got it on you or not. Exactly. So they should ask you when they exactly. Serve you, but that's, they don't. That's they don't. my point. That's my point right there. So they already on alert. Right. right. That's where that's where the problem lies. So you already on alert knowing I'm concealed carrying. You already on alert if I wasn't even carrying. If I ain't had no license. See see the difference with that? I mean it's the same outcome. Right. With somebody you 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 know, ninety percent, eighty percent no doesn't have a gun. A hundred percent no has a gun, but you still utilizing the same damn tactic. That's where the problem is. But even still, if you if you have a legal gun, more than likely you're not about to do no dumb shit. That's if you have an illegal weapon. I would think they would think you're doing something. They're gonna justify up. that, but yeah. I don't know. Exactly. I don't know what you're gonna do. That's, That's what they exactly what they gonna do. I don't do. know what. You know when people be he pulling out a damn brush. Right. Yeah. Oh, I thought it was a gun. How? Exactly. For me, when I get pulled over, 
I just pull it out and put yeah. it in my passenger seat, or I put it in my lap. Same and just get it out the way, just so they know, like just. But so see, that would be more scary to me, like if I mean they, they see it. Some of they, yeah, some of they see they see it, so mm-hmm. they don't. Some people Lord, have just asked me to get it from me and yep. hold it. Yep. Some people just act like they don't see it. Mm-hmm. I mean, some cops, not people, but yeah. So my fault. Cut you off. So you do that. Let me ask you that. You do that when they pull you, like when they put the whoop whoop lights on you. You pull over. You do that. Whether I have it under my seat or I have it under my armrest, I get it. Out before they even right the okay because so they there's no no reason right. for them to act funny right. they right. see it right there that's that's but the same all... way I do you yeah. know I get my license the concealed carry I put that shit on the dash so you see I got everything right there the gun right there but they know what that else you need already. you exactly. shouldn't have to do that but see this, see that this... hold up the the whole thing with that way I started doing that shit was when I actually got the license. Now, it was a, he was a cool sheriff and everything. He was telling me about how you need to go by this. He was like, look, man, the best thing for you to do is to freaking just pull that shit out, put that shit on the dash, leave that shit right there. That way a cop can't say shit. Cause these motherfuckers, and he was he was a real he was a black dude. He was letting me know what the what the real deal with it is from both sides. Not a lot of people can get that. But you, this, this is a sheriff, and he's telling you both ways. You know, he's giving you the black side, but he's also giving you the law side. So he's like, look, if you put it up there, they can't say shit. So this all goes back that. to the movie. In the movie, the dad is an FBI agent. And it comes out that they had, the, the car they was riding in had a sticker on the back that said, fuck the cops or something like that. Uh, shoot, shoot cops. Shoot but cops with a cell phone. With a cell phone. But they blew it up to only see um, shoot, cops. shoot cops. Oh, really? And so yeah, they and sent the dad that to was all like, the other cops in the area. I wow. thought I taught him better than that. Why would he have that on his, my, I'm on his car? car. Why yeah, would I'm he a cop. Put, why would he do that? Does he want to kill me, basically? Are you serious? So it's like... The daddy is tripping now. And no, no, even though, even the cop that was, well, I don't want to say helping them, but was on the case, even said, oh, oh, shoot cops that have wives and families at home. And it's like... I get why he would think that as a human being, as a cop, but then it's like, shoot, black boy, so, so, you gotta go home to the So let's, let's break down the whole notion of him having an okay car. It was a Lexus car that he they, they gave to the son, and they put it in, it was in the pop name, in the dad yeah, it name. it was in the dad name. It was in the dad name, but it was his car, right? Mm-hmm. So you, if you look at that, that's attention for a black male. I don't, they didn't show how he looked. Yeah. But he, they, they said he had cornrows. And green eyes. I did watch that eyes. part. So, if he if he got cornrows, you already you're already it. and then you in a good car, you in a nice car in a different neighborhood, right? That's 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 attention. And then you got that on your car, and right? then they put up his social media, right? And then really? social media had that on there too. Damn, so, yeah. but my thing is that's the like get antagonizing cops, yeah. Like I think we need to teach our kids that don't antagonize them, yeah, because they're yeah. already but waiting for you. They to will try to antagonize, antagonize you, you. Yeah, yeah, of course. So yeah. it's like you have to know how to, yeah. And I'm not going to get into storytelling time, but I know a few people that have I've been on the phone or they've told me the cop was the the, the antagonizer. Yeah, but you got to know how to be level headed enough to just. At the end of the day, you're trying to go home, exactly. right? Alive, and it, exactly. and it's sad to, to say because I because in the situation, the cop is the professional. Nobody yeah. here has a job where 
if somebody pissing you off, you 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 get a free reign to just yeah. do what you start want. welling on them, hitting yeah. them upside the head, shooting them, whatever. Nobody has a job like that, right. you know. So, I mean, <laughs> in saying that, I just say that to say, like, it, like I said, it's sad that you have to think. Okay, he tripping. But let me just I'm let him let talk him his junk yeah. and you know if he mm-hmm. can go home. Yeah, let me Lord, just bless pride. me with a daughter because I can't take it. Hey, it wouldn't Why should you have bad. to feel like yeah. that, though? Yeah. Why, Why should you go have to feel way? like that? It's not as bad, though. Mm. It's sad either way, man. Black brothers, black brothers just did it like on some other shit, man. Yeah. What you mean by that? As far as men. Right. As as far as men is concerned, in the black in, in the in the white police's uh, image or eyes, like they view us as if they have like like they're afraid of us, like 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 we're a threat at all times. At all times. Like we're like the uh, the random factor amongst everything. Like you you never know what we're gonna do. You know, and I've yet to see with the situations we've seen on TV, Mike Brown, Philando Castile, all these situations that we see with the cops. And then you'll see the debates on social media. You'll hear people talking about it at work. You know, this the cop supporters have their side, the black people have their side or whatever. I've yet to really hear a police officer's view on this. You know, how do you feel as a, a quote-unquote good cop when you find out that your co-worker just murdered a 12-year-old kid because he's playing with a, ton, a toy gun on the playground and you mistook it for a gun? Oh, they don't justify it. But, but um, that our police chief here, he talked about it a little bit. He talked about him being black and him being a police officer at the same time he talked about it a little bit at one of the press conferences a while back but see that's when they have to tiptoe around what they say right i want to hear how you really feel you not candid how you have to okay but, they, but they're not they in the game that, oh. that damn blue line is real man they right. about to just they do in the game shit. they ain't gonna say that even though they may feel a certain way I They're feel where you're coming from, though. It should be a platform that cops that retire get. Somebody need to create it. Maybe I think it could it be was one of us. Some retired cop that something happened yeah. back in New York. Yeah, New York, exactly. and they came on uh, the Good Morning. Good America Morning. Show. I was about to say, yeah, that. where they spill everything. Mm-hmm. They um, disappeared after that, though. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I never <laughs> seen nothing. Yeah. 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 That shit real. But that's just like tie into that movie, Black and Blue. Did anybody see that? Yes, that was a good movie. I ain't see that. Oh, tell us about it, Monet. Sure, they the one brought it up. You tell us about it. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm talking too much. <laughs> um, Black and Blue was just uh, basically about um, a good cop seeing some bad stuff happening, basically behind the scenes, and they tried to kill her off, but she was able to tape it. She almost lost her life. On her body Word. camera. She, saw- uh, she taped everything on her body camera where they were mm. some drug dealers. Basically, yeah. the uh, what were they? Under, the, the, the undercover the cop, cop, the undercover cop, the killed the drug lord nephew. Yes, Word. but they were in business with oh, the drug lord. Yeah, yeah, they was in business. Yeah, they was in business. They so were in business some, together, and uh, you know, undercover killed the drug yeah, lord. You don't nephew. reveal too much because I'm going to see that. Oh well, oh, you need well. to hurry up because you know. <laughs> and, and I haven't seen you her yet too. So about it. 
Oh well, I just wanted a little. <laughs> yeah. Okay, that's the summary. That was the summary of it. But she basically got her story out before they almost killed her, before she almost lost her life. Okay, awesome. but yeah, go see that if you haven't, because it probably ain't gonna be in the um, theaters too long because it's too real, and it really shows. Really? Yeah, I don't think it's gonna be. I like because Tyrese that. actually put it on his Instagram. <laughs> Tyrese put it on his Instagram that they were trying to pull it. Really? What? Yeah, because it's too oh. real. Like it really. Shows how crooked they are. No, so anything now. like that, it don't stay on that. Yeah, you know that. Mm-hmm. Damn. Just you thought? No, I haven't seen it. Okay. Mm. I haven't seen that yet. It's a lot of it's a lot of stuff out here with conspiracies going on, man. They just be killing people off. They had this uh, documentary about this lady who was supposed to be some type of internet uh, analyst for social media and she was kind of like like a whistleblower where she was talking about how a lot of these um, social media websites are using people's information and using their data and stuff to basically read uh, Americans as a whole and kind of like force people and sway people into buying stuff and doing certain things at certain uh, times of the year and actually like recording people's conversations at all times and all kinds of stuff and um, wow. he's got a couple supporters. It's actually on Netflix. I forget the name of it. But they were trying to kill her at at a, at court, at a point of time. So oh, she was damn. in court doing all kinds of stuff, man. It's it's a whole bunch of stuff going. Yeah, that's crazy as shit. And it's bigger. Honestly, it's kind of bigger than just the uh, police killing black people because they killing everybody. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I'm yeah. They knocking everybody up. Well, that makes me talk about um, something a little different. And uh, it's dealing with the... Have y'all seen the Godfrey uh, interview? No. Some of it. Not all of it. The clip that you sent me, yes. Yeah, so I actually looked at... So it was a four-part interview. And I looked at all four parts. And it was it was pretty deep. So I didn't I didn't even know who the man was at first. Uh, but you said he's a comedian, right? I, I seen him on something else too, where he was talking. Really? Yeah. So he was talking about the main thing was the whole reparations thing. Okay. And okay, before we get into it, what are y'all views on reparations? Do you think we should have it? Do yes. you think we should? What you think? At this point. I don't think that it would matter. Um, I don't think that it, if we were given any type of money, the majority of us would not use it in a good way mm-hmm. or in a useful way. So, no, nah, it wouldn't matter. No, wait. No, why do you feel that way? Um, I... The Native Americans, they get reparations. I don't think that they use theirs resourcefully, so I can only imagine what the black community would do. So, well, if um, it's due, why do it matter what I use it on? Well, wait. Why wait don't a you minute. Feel like they, well, okay, when you say resourcefully, what exactly would you expect them to do with it? Uh, probably for education or um, investment, something to better yourself, not just going out here getting Gucci and Fendi and getting a, a Cadillac. Americans don't do that. Well, as far as we know, <laughs> they they 
they ain't using it for education or anything like that. Did they get reparations? I don't even think they got reparations. I think they, yes, they did. They did? did? They did. Yeah, I was going to say, oh, I think okay. they did. Um, I, don't know, I don't know. So y'all don't care how people use it. Is if you do your um, however much money, you think we should just get it? I was gonna say I don't one hundred percent agree with that because there are a lot of um, there are a lot of black people who are educated. There are a lot of black people who have financial literacy, and even the ones who don't, they're willing to learn. It's like I've seen a lot more productive black people in the last few years than. Then the stereotype brings on the balance. That's because we really see what's going on and everybody trying to be financially free. Right. And we know this world ain't set up for us. So I feel like a lot of people are trying to get more educated on how, you know, build the black community or mm-hmm. what may have you. Like I saw an article that said black women are the leading group of people mm-hmm. starting their own business. Yep. So I don't think that just because we see it on like Instagram with the celebrities with the Gucci and the the big cars and the rims and all that. I mean, in the real world, outside of all of that gloating and fame and all of that, I think that black people as a whole would do something productive with reparations if they got them. So I, I, mean, I think we should get them. I think lower middle class maybe and middle class and upper middle class, but I'm talking about those that, What's that? are in, prov- in poverty. <laughs> What's that? I mean, I think. Let me put a spin on that. We got educated people. Um, (laughs) I think that. No, I I don't think. I don't don't think like the entire community should just get reparations. I think that is a a group or like a a forum or a platform to where like the reparations are put into that organization and then it's dispersed amongst the community for like um no, I know where you're um, um, prosperous I'm gain you know what I'm saying like mm. some type of organization that can manage that type of money or whatever for our people I, 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 I mean I understand what you're saying but I just feel like that ain't gonna work cause somebody gonna start stealing but go ahead so, so listen listen <laughs> so we so we had this talk like when they start bringing this reparation talk out like last year two yeah. years ago maybe yeah so First of all, you have to see if your if your loans is slavery loans. For one, like That's you got to see if yeah. you if you was owned by a slave. I mean, a slave master. If you if your great grandma, what is it? How many generations? Four generations ago, we was in slavery. Some people is great. Some so, people think grandmother. Right. Okay. Great grandma. You got to see if they come from a farm or a plantation. Right. So you know they got to do all that background before. They're not just going to give us no money. Exactly. And then they're going to make sure you're not a felon. You paid your taxes every year. They're going to make sure that if you owe Sally May, you pay that off first. <laughs> no way. Ain't if nobody you owe anything. No, that's, I mean. That's, a, that's I, the point right there. That's okay. the point. So they're going to break it down to where we, if we supposed to get four million, let's just say the number at four million a piece. If we get that, you probably end up getting 1.5 after you get all, after that done. You know what I mean? Like as far as. Like the we, average person, we can't owe child support, and right? You okay, can't well, do if you none, none of that. Library fines. That's cool. Right. That's I ain't cool. got to worry that, about it no that's more. That's smart. <laughs> you you would think that that's going to help us, and that's and that's what if you doing it that way, I think hell yeah, we supposed to get it. I don't know if I don't care. Me personally, I don't care what you do with your money. Um, I think that everybody's supposed to be 
every every percentage of all your money is supposed to be going into, you know, the economic wealth of black people and stuff like that. I think um, the things that we should be focusing on building is hospitals, banks, grocery stores, grocery stores like um, all type of stuff like that. I think it should be. And I think it, it all should go into what we building. And the only way we we're we're doing anything with any any other racist partner, or we don't we not buying nothing from nobody, or we not we not paying nobody else. We we we've been paying these people, you know what I mean. So we can pay each other and be partners with people, mm-hmm. do business. But we're tired of paying people. Exactly. You know what I mean. Now, that's that's my point. When it comes to to um, <laughs> my stance on it, pretty much is. Similar to yours. I think that I ain't judge. So you get your money, you do what the hell you want to do with it. But I think that the money that we get, there needs to be some group economics. That's what it's coming down to. Because you're going to have a percentage of people that's going to blow that shit. That shit is going to happen. Statistically, it is going to fucking happen. Without a doubt. (laughs) So... We need more, like you were saying, financial literacy behind it. Now, what Cray was saying kind of made sense. But I, I feel like the money, if it goes to an organization that disperses the money, the organization shouldn't get a cut, in my opinion. But I feel like it should be a whole lot of financial literacy coming behind the money that gets dispersed. Uh I think so like a, a non-profit like non- yeah kind of yeah I guess it would be a non-profit and I, I feel like it's gonna suck saying this but I feel like if you want your money you at least need to see you need to go to these classes, classes. yeah mm-hmm. they need to be like some type of classes that shows that you how you could put your money you no, know right. in different places or, or you should have if, if they giving us a certain amount let's say the biggest number is Seven, Ten million. Seven trillion. Is seven low. trillion. It, now, supposed to be not a person, right? Not a person. No, no. Seven, seven trillion is from from what, what I heard from made, the interview. That's yeah. Made. That's what we supposed to be getting. Okay. They're talking about twenty five thousand dollars a person. Ha ha ha. We, we twenty five thousand dollars. Now, who is person? this? Is listen, talking listen, about this? Yeah. You, could, you could get that to me right now. <laughs> listen to what I'm saying. So, so with the with the interview, right? So. They say we're worth seven trillion dollars. Seven, seven trillion dollars as as a whole. Okay, That's a little short. So they, I did the calculation. Now they said it's it's forty two million people in the U S. Mm. Forty two million black people in the U S. Seven trillion dollars. That is a hundred and sixty six thousand six hundred sixty six dollars and sixty six cent per person. Okay, That's Wait, what when we do owe. I go and collect mines? <laughs> That's that's, yeah. that's doable. That is doable. You really think you're going to get that money? No, <laughs> never, never. Now, that money right there, if you if if that were was even possible for us to get, it'll bankrupt the U.S. Who yeah. cares? This conversation will it? brings me, it made me think of <laughs> a post that I, I feel saw. You. I <laughs> feel you. Go ahead. On Facebook. Um, somebody was going off about how the and she specifically said Mexicans. Oh, the Mexicans they come together. They got that grocery store. They got 
you know, they live in their houses mm-hmm. together and then they go buy land and they have this and they have that. And the black man want to keep following the white man. Mm-hmm. We don't work together and this and that. Now, see, although there may be some truth to that, it irritated me because I'm like, I'm like, first of all, so we're just going to act like Black Wall Street didn't exist. Exactly. exactly. And it was destroyed. And then on this same land, okay, the Mexicans have their community and the the, the grocery stores and the land and they work hard and this and that and now they're being targeted and deported all so it to me it's like that there's a pattern here because if you we was talking about this the other day Charlotte. so if you um and i've seen this interview i got this from uh dr umar mm. if you take let's say because i kind of live in a mexican part of town um, so if you take a business, a Mexican business, uh, you go, you audit it, because North Carolina got a lot of audits. Yeah. They do a lot of yeah. dumb shit that can take your business away, right? Mm-hmm. So if you if you a big mix, if you a Mexican, like if they own a mini mall, right? They own a mini mall. They got this restaurant, this bank, this Family Dollars, this supermarket, mm-hmm. this where you can go take your clothes. Look at all that that yeah. you have. Yeah, strictly owned by Mexicans, right? Now, if they go to the person that owned the joint, the whole, the whole mini mar, and they say, "Well, you're, you're, um, well, we we got to stop having broke people or mm-hmm. poor people around asking for money." Mm-hmm. Let's say they audit them for that, yeah. and they keep getting audited, keep getting audited. Where do you think that person gonna go? He gonna go back to Mexico because all his money is gone. Yeah. But say if it was us, you can't send us nowhere. Hell no. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So they easy to give them the loans. And get them the money. Yep. Because they going to work for nothing. They ain't going to have no pride. They ain't going to, you know, they going to live together. They going to be in seven, in one bedroom until they come up out of it, until they get their money up. They mm-hmm. going to live like that for a year or whatever it takes. Right? Mm-hmm. Right. Then they going to own their businesses and then they going to grow from that and then they going to put their kids in, in spots and they going to bring the other people over yeah. and then they going to put them in the stores to run the stores while they living and then it's going to keep going and keep going and getting bigger and bigger. Right. But until... You got Donald Trump trying to push the Mexicans out and just mm-hmm. that third. Yeah. You know, and, and, and that happens a lot. But when you come back to our people, you can't. When we start owning that type of stuff, mm-hmm. you can't. So how can I go to the bank and get us? How, how can I spend 80000 to go to school, but I can't get 10000 to start right. a business? Yeah. How is that possible? Yeah. Like, I never understood that. I said the same thing. You easier to get a school loan. I mean, I do. Uh, well. yeah, like, you know they can't is. send your black ass nowhere. <laughs> right, they can't so send me like, nowhere. We ain't about to. And they know that that school loan is gonna be a debt. Yeah, exactly. And that's gonna well, keep they tied to the system. Yeah, for quadrillion yeah. years or whatever long it takes. Go ahead. Yeah, my fault. No, no, you, you know, I mean, that's it's just a setup. Like that's just how they keep you making money for them. Yeah. Yep. Like either you going either you gonna go to school, you're gonna go to prison, you're gonna go to the military. military you know what I'm yep. saying? And, and and all of those scenarios cases, either you give them all your motherfucking skills, your entire life working for them, making them money, mm-hmm. or you just broke your shit and living on the damn streets and you shit. Staying afloat. You know what I'm saying? And they don't they don't gotta worry about you. You know, I mean it's like I always said before, like, the the middle class is the hardest working class. Like, mm-hmm. the motherfucking ultimate rich niggas, they not paying no taxes. Right. The poor people that's living on the street ain't paying no taxes. We paying all the damn taxes 
and from the lower middle class to the middle middle uh, middle middle class, we paying the most taxes. You know what I'm saying? And yeah. we do, and those are the most people that go to school and get educated and stuff. So they gonna give us those loans and shit like that. They don't want us to own our own business. Mm-hmm. They want us working for them. <laughs> exactly. Now, in the uh, in the actual interview, right? That's what he talked about. Yeah, he. Uh, so it's called Vlad. Vlad TV, I guess. T DJ Vlad, that's his name. Yeah. So he put out a tweet, and he was like, "I think black people should get reparations," but he said possibly in a form of free college, uh, college tuition. education tuition. Yeah. That's hard. So that shit should be. But, but this is my thing, though. Now, this is my, my major question. Because some people in this room have been to college, right? Correct. How do you feel about that? Oh, please let me start this off. Um, I, when I get online and I look for jobs, I don't know how many times I've seen having a bachelor's or a master's degree as a requirement and they're paying you $15. I can't even live off of that. What am I going to do with that? $50,000. It's people with diplomas making more than what they're willing to start you out with a degree being the requirement. And somebody made a um, tweet the other day that said when more black people started getting degrees, then they started... um, Up in the bar. That's real. Not being as valued as... Right, right. So So up the bar. And now, and now what else I was going to say about that? And as far as, then once you have the degree and you go to the job and then they say, well, you don't have experience. Well, I just graduated. Where am I going to get experience from? Right. Right. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. That's but so, but I mean, those, that's just the loops. Those are the loops right there. Yep. I mean, like, every we all know that it's loops, but we keep falling into the same trap and doing the same shit. Like, we want to... We wanna, we want to get free education. We got to teach ourselves, y'all. Exactly. You know what now, I'm that was my That's point. That's the only way that we're going to get free education. So, like, everybody should be entitled to having free education. All you're doing is teaching somebody how to do some shit that they could possibly learn on fucking YouTube. Exactly. But you know what? You know what I'm saying? You want me to pay for an education, to get a job, to pay for the education. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> you know, it's right. like educate us on starting businesses you know what i'm saying you educating me on how to work for somebody else i'm gonna be honest like when i was fresh out of high school i had family members pressing me to go to college go to college go to college go to college i didn't know what i wanted to go to college for so i went to community college dropped out maybe a year or so later because you know my head wasn't really in there i just went because everybody telling me i should go so maybe i should go Real talk, back then I thought, if you're not going to college to be a doctor or lawyer, lawyers are even yeah, entrepreneurs yeah, in a sense. You know, if you're not going to a job that you know there's a 95% chance that you're, you're going to get a job in that field, what's the point? And when you said teachers, that's the profession that really makes me sad because teachers don't get paid anything. Exactly. And they have all them student loans that they got to pay back. Yeah. And then when they get out of school, now they got to live at home with their mama and daddy because they cannot make it out here in this world with this little ass salary. Right, exactly. And then the kids so, on top of that bad as shit. 
So, Coming to school trying to shoot the shit up. So, so prime example of not like going to school. Like I didn't go to college. I went to community college, and I went and I was I started my career in mental health when I was nineteen, and I was doing that when I was nineteen. So. I was getting calls from my manager to come to work, and I'm in that joint learning some shit that I don't even care about. So I ended up jobbing out. I almost finished, but I could go back and finish. But it's like, for what? Mm-hmm. Like, I am I work with people that got bachelors. They got bachelors. They got masters. Doctors. And I'm making more money than them. Yeah. Just because my experience in mental health from 19 to now, I'm mm-hmm. 30. So it's like... Mm-hmm. And right. That's my that's my thing. And now, that's, go go ahead, Craig. No, nah, I mean I was about to say, and that's where it makes make you start looking at all these people who starting to get masters and shit. It's like, bro, like I understand it's it's a great thing that you're going to get your masters, you're increasing your knowledge, but at the same time you also increasing your debt. Mm-hmm. You right. know what I'm saying? If you can't find a job to support you up until the point where that you can shit, pay that debt off, then you you just fucked yourself for like yep. 30, 45, 50 years. And Can we not talk decision. about that because I'm sad about it? No, that's a big <laughs> decision to put on a 17, 18-year-old kid. You know yeah, what I'm saying? You literally is. fresh out of high school. You don't know nothing you about feel, you debt. Re- you're you telling them that they have no options. No options. And it's but like... But they go to school. So with that, that's the reason why I asked that question. So now, after having this discussion, do you really think... That it should possibly go towards free. I think you should college. have a choice. No, now, you should have a well, choice. yeah, yeah. I think you, you should. Have, you should have a choice, and also, I think that going to uh, school for technical stuff, them trades, trades, that really cosmetology, right mechanics, yeah, electrician, certification, plumbing. Yeah, yeah. that yeah. way you're going. You All can go into business shit, for yourself. If you ain't right. doing what you said, doctor, lawyer, teacher. Other stuff that that you have to like that's your path to mm-hmm. be that well, person. Teachers don't make don't money. go they don't. because you're. Well, we need educators. That. We really do. Yeah. No teachers. Oh, we can get into that. Now that that we was get the into teachers because yeah, I think I think okay, I deal with I I run a mentoring organization right, mm-hmm. and I deal with a lot of t- I I go to schools I give out money, my own money. Uh, it's called building strong mindsets. Plug, plug. But, um, <laughs> so the teachers, you know, the teachers that I, I'm I'm connected with, they really love their job. They underpaid, underappreciated. So it's, you know, people in the mental health field. That's my field, too. So um, I think you sign up for that, though. Like, you really do sign up. You yeah, you got to love it. You, gotta you, have don't, a heart you don't sign for up for kids disrespecting you and right. stuff like that. But then we go back into where is the, the teacher's assistance, why they take mm-hmm. that out of school. Yeah. And why, if you got to classroom full of 30 kids mm-hmm. and some classrooms got 10th 11th graders in there and then there's different vibes in the class yeah so you mean to tell me that is one white suburban lady that went to michigan state because mm-hmm. i had a teacher like that mm-hmm. i'm from i'm from i'm from north philly slash moved down here when i was younger so i'm from west boulevard mm-hmm. so you got you got kids from north charlotte kids from west boulevard and west i mean and um Better's four road. Yeah. And one class with this lady that grew up in the outskirts of Michigan, wow. went to Michigan State, don't know nothing about no exactly. urban nothing. Exactly. And you got her teacher, my our class with thirty kids in there with no teacher's assistant. That's a problem. But you know what? We was talking about this earlier. I don't know who I was talking about this with. We was talking about segregation and before 
we had our own schools and, and we didn't have the best equipment and we didn't have the best books, but we had teachers that were genuine and loved us and cared for us and, you know, came from our background and understood us. And that made the difference. But that's you know, we need more teachers that you know you got to get on. And we need level. more male teachers. We need more yes. black male teachers yes, to, to get in some of these kids' asses. And it's funny when you was just um, <laughs> explaining the white lady from Michigan State, and then she got these kids from the hood. That made me think of that movie Freedom Riders. Oh yes, because no, that, that was like yeah. literally what we're talking about right now, and that was a true story. I mean, it's she like, had a connection though with the kids, right? At not at first, at not at first. At first, but they this were lady, like, she was terrible. Well, I don't want to hear what you. <laughs> she was like one of the worst teachers ever. Like, she probably was like, was, um, "Excuse me, can you guys be quiet?" But yeah, was, in the movie, that lady ended but up gaining that connection though. because she genuinely loved her job and she mm-hmm. genuinely cared about these kids and genuinely wanted them. To do better, be better, be educated. So, like you said, it is a now field that you have to be passionate about, or you should be. But now, now it's a little different because now, now people are like teaching because they want to pay off a a school debt. Like they got these programs now where you can become a teacher for a certain amount of years. And you get your loans paid mm-hmm. off. I sure like thought that. about they it. Not doing it. <laughs> I sure they thought about it. Doing yeah. it so I substituted for a little while. Those kids was bad. I said no. <laughs> it was like Miss Swamy, don't play. You got that right. Yeah, fella. Yeah. So it's not even like people really doing it for the love. They kind of doing it just for economical mm-hmm. benefits. Benefit. That's what they yeah. got like do with now. nursing because they because they have to give people an incentive to teach because. Teachers are paying. leaving the job for the drive for cats because they're getting paid yeah. more. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. I mean, I just don't know. I mean, I don't know how to fix the problem. I don't know. I, it's a, I think, honestly, it's a problem when basketball players, football players, all these different people getting paid more than the people who put their lives on the line and who are teaching our children and shit like that. I, I just think that in America, the harder you work, the poorer you become. Because Facts. entertainment trumps everything. And I'm, I'm with you on that, everything. Justin. I, I could never understand that growing up, that why do these athletes make so much money? And I always used to ask my grandma that, like, why are they making so much money and she can never explain the, it to me? At the end of the day, them niggas don't do shit. Them niggas play right. one fucking game out the week. Nigga, I work seven days, <laughs> five days, Eight days a motherfucking week, nigga. But you know what? And that's, I still make less than your child. And that's the equivalent of still for for the black people in the entertainment. It's still kind of like shucking and jiving. Mm-hmm. So you getting the benefit of the money now. That's right. where the difference is from then to now. Exactly. So racism still plays a role in every single sector of society. Society. That's like the truth. You can't like look at it from no other way, shape, or form. It's like. I, I don't know, man. I was when I was looking at that interview, he was also talking about like um I guess it's NYU. NYU is now college free. Yeah. Mm. That's the medical school. Mm-hmm. But the thing about Godfrey, he kinda looked at it and had a different stance with that. He said, you know, NYU, it's a medical school. How many black people Not are like in the medical a lot school? of black people? And it had something to do with the owner of Home Depot. He played a role in that being college free. But he was like, why is 
that school right there, only school that's college free. Why they ain't doing no damn HBCU? Yeah, he said you picked one of the top schools and made that college free. How many people are actually gonna get into it? And he yeah. was talking about if you were to actually, you know, take the reparations and make all these schools tuition free. He said that's that's a smart thing to do because now it kind of ups the standard when it comes to intellect. So if you got a lot of money, that shit don't mean nothing. If I don't have a lot of money and I had an intellect, if you taking the money aspect out of the situation, who's going to actually get in that school? The smarter one, the broke smarter one <laughs> or the dumb rich one. I well, you know, that's when the, that's, that's, like, that's where the ethnicity, uh, the check, check mark comes on the application and shit. That's when they start looking at that a little closer. Yeah, I mean, you hey, know, in Canada, they don't have that on applications. Yeah, I heard about that. That's that, crazy. Wild as fuck. That's I was crazy. Like, I started putting what? other on in Canada. They don't have that on applications, apartment applications, what? job applications, whatever. Nah. I start putting other on everything I fill out now. Really? My name, like we was talking about this at work. Your name automatically can not oh, get yeah. you a job, yeah. right? Yeah, Terrell. Yeah. Oh yeah. No. Yep. Uh huh. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. Keisha. Mm-hmm. No. It's too F. That's why you got all these damn Britneys and shit out here. Yeah. Ashleys. That's true. Well, they don't know who Mecca is. They don't know who she's <laughs> man, woman, she <laughs> Arabic, black, white. <laughs> no. Let's just give it a chance. Just yeah. you gonna take a chance on that one. But I mean, I, I just I don't know, man. I, I still, when it comes to the whole reparations thing, man, it's like, man, do I think, don't even give a fuck about. Like, honestly, <laughs> I don't even give a fuck about reparations, nigga. Just teach me some shit. Nigga, but teach my, my me thing how to build this. a house. My thing is this: Do you <laughs> think that we ready for it? Do you think that we're ready for reparations as a whole? Fuck no. We need know. to learn some shit. As a whole, we no. need to learn. But that's cheating the no, people that are ready. Exactly. That's the other side this to is, it. This, this is this is what I'm saying. This is what I'm saying. And two, black people as a whole can learn to build some shit and sustain it. We can't fucking manage money. Yeah. Because we can't even manage ourselves. Yeah. Yeah. We don't know how to build houses. We don't know how to fish. We don't know how to make cars. We don't know how to rebuild engines. We don't know how to teach children. Then All we started. We then we money. did. We did start building cars, though, didn't we? Yeah. But that's the thing. But we though. started. We that started, long time. but we yeah. ain't finished. Yeah. We did a lot of shit. You know what I'm saying? Oh, they stole it. They stole everything. I get what he's saying. Like man. you, you, you got people out here who are built, building phones, doing all kinds of stuff, and yeah. we won't even help them out and help them grow because right. it's not beneficial. We think it's not beneficial for us. That's we want the newest that. iPhone and shit. That, that nonprofit, that nonprofit will do it, man. If we got that nonprofit, exactly. you throw that money so, in nonprofit. This is what you need to know before you get this money. But that's yeah. what kind of yeah, what what I'm saying when he said he wanted Obama to do a few things. Yeah, and have certain yeah. money. Yeah, yeah. He, he when we get into yeah, that, when that. we but he tried to he tried to he tried to hide him because he really was exposing him a little yeah, bit. He was. Yeah, right. But yeah. he tried to like cuff him cover back, yeah. cover yeah. him up, and change topics. No, let's get into it because I was always the one person. Everybody argued with me all the time. I said, well, Obama did for black people. I asked people this question. 
who was more influential to our to our culture or to our people, Martin Luther King or Barack Obama. And and when you answer that now, mm-hmm. you gotta understand that Martin Luther King died. Yeah. Why is Obama still alive? Yeah. <laughs> no, that that's that's Obama. Shit. I think I think we were just caught up that we had a black family. But see, Not I me. Think, I think honestly, I think <laughs> with, with the whole Obama situation, I got into it, man. I got into it with my mother over this shit. Because <laughs> I said, you know, it wasn't he ain't doing enough for us, and the problem was. We didn't ask for enough. Right. We got complacent with the fact that there was a black man in office that we did not ask what we needed. So it wasn't given. Right. We asked for every other president to do this, 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 and this. But we got Obama in there and we were just happy with that. So the first day after Obama won, you know, I was getting calls from my friends and we all met up and we were just doing some regular day stuff. and. Mm-hmm. People was like, yeah, you. I, I seen a white person there at the bank. They spoke to me all nice and happy. I'm like, I don't give a fuck if they speak to me nice and happy. Yeah, this, this shit not going to change. Nothing's right. going to change. Just because this boy in office. like, And I, I'm going to keep it all the way being with y'all. I didn't vote for him or nobody. I didn't <laughs> Sound vote. like me. So, see? see? Oh, damn, you get on his ass or you no got on me. Damn well, <laughs> No, 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 yeah, no. I, Whatever she want to say, she can say it. But I'm, uh, I'm, I'm saying all them people that died. So you, your ancestors, who died? Your ancestors, who? the people that fought. For you us. know what? Y'all have had this conversation, right? Okay, we ain't gonna go. No, back. no, no. You, you and I were not there. But I remember when y'all first started this podcast. Yeah, y'all had this conversation before the whole voting thing. And you okay, know my stance. Can we break it down from that, like real quick? I'm gonna just give you my rundown for that. Yes, I felt exactly how you felt. Yes, I felt like a lot of ancestors died. People died for what we trying to accomplish, right? But I feel like it was liberation. It wasn't for no freedom stuff. It was just like liberty. Like, okay, just give them the votes. And let's switch it up anyway. Yeah. Let's do what we want yeah. anyway. Let's pick who we want to be in office anyway. But who really seeing the ballots? Who really seeing what exactly. the hell going on? And we running our dumbasses to the voting joint exactly. thinking that it's going to change something. <laughs> and it's not. not. We just like well, me. I ain't dumb. Wait a minute, like Cray. <laughs> Wait a minute, Cray laughing. Sound like me. I, I, I'm hey, just saying, hey, we, we just run into what the media telling hey. us to do or what can change right. and this, that, and third. Shit, and most, of, most motherfuckers ain't voting. So look, they ain't look, running look, to do look, shit. Look, look, look. No, people voting. Look. We running straight to the polls. With the shirt that they made for us. Hold up, y'all. I had to interrupt the episode real quick to let y'all know about this dope clothing line. This is Comedic Energy, and y'all know how I love my Afrocentric fashions and black businesses. Well, the Kingdom of Melanin clothing line is just one of those businesses. This particular clothing line specializes in Afrocentric fashions from clothing to bags. I know you've seen them nice king and queen duffel bags all over Instagram. Well, this is the spot to get it and more. So check them out, and when you're ready to order, go ahead and use that promo code Dirty Mouth Radio and get ten percent off. All right, now back to the show. <laughs> I cannot stand listen, him. You hear me? Listen, I understand. Yeah, I vote. I completely understand. Shawnee, where you coming from? We can't even make the damn shirts ourselves. <laughs> <laughs> when you get you some Kente cloth and make me one, Kente cloth. <laughs> To Africa. Uh, you haven't been to a poll before? 
You been y'all yes. been all right. The latest poll. Did y'all vote? I did not vote. I voted. This last I, voted time. I voted, right? Mm. And um I went to three different polls that day. For some reason, I just said, Oh, like when you type it in, they tell you where you can go. I went down the street, farther down the street, farther down the street, right? Yo, it's all black people in there taking all the votes. Wow, you serious? If you go to the court office, who's in the front? Taking all the chains and the jury. All black people. So yeah. this is what All I'm black shirts. Sure. I understand right. what you saying. Shit it's crazy. Like where it's yeah. like our shit is crazy. Yeah. They marched on Selma. <laughs> no, I'm not mad. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not mad. It's just a coincidence. <laughs> oh no, no, no! It's not. No, it's not. No, it's not. No, it's not. No, it's it's not. just they got okay. I get it. They got beat up by the police. They marched on Selma. They they died. No, no, we had rights. votes before then. You know, we had votes before then. Boy, yeah. I'm just saying. For the most part, I get what you're saying. They fought for the right, so we should Ooh, utilize. Break it down. The the you know the people. I don't want to say people? ancestors. No, you I mean, break it down. Who? Alive, who? But, <laughs> but she's talking about the civil when rights we, movement. Okay. Yeah. No, no, no. We, it's before that. We had yeah. rights before that. Yeah. So who? We you mean we had we did have rights before that, but we were not allowed. Who it was, was just when it, did they pass the law for black men and women for the most account? So for the votes to count, it's, it was way back. You talking about two thirds of a man and all of that stuff? No, no, I'm talking about when did we get when the, we were able to vote? vote yes, when were we able uh, to vote? I and I vote counted. I forget you which are, amendment are, it was. Two, yeah. Right, but it was back before the 40s. It was before that time. But what I'm saying is, just because the the law was on the books, mm-hmm. does not mean that they didn't have ways to prevent us. From I voting, mean, yeah, just like had, now, they had gangs out there. They was still right. They have people. Pe- yeah. They had people in the the the. You go to wherever you register to vote, and then every time you turn your application is, oh, you forgot to do this, or you ain't do this, or but now you got to pay this, or this just changed yesterday. You go down that bitch every damn day. But that's my thing, though. When it came, when it comes to the voting, you know, I'm happy that they did what they did, so they can't vote, so mm-hmm. we can vote today. Right. But I feel like the fight is totally different mm-hmm. from then to now. To now. This See, is why yeah, I because don't now vote. they done switched up the game. But I, that's why I don't vote. Let me tell you because something. the fight is totally different. I don't vote because but at the end of the day, on here, the agenda is already set. Uh, it's already set. Yeah, it exactly. don't matter what. They don't care who's Donald in Trump the lost by the popular vote, right? And still, the college picks the president. Everything, the everything. president. They got bosses that they got to answer exactly. to. It don't matter what we didn't ask Obama for this or he didn't do this or Trump didn't do that. It don't. He, they Listen. did what they was what they had to do. I'm gonna make y'all mad. I'm gonna make some listeners mad when I say this. Asking us to go vote for change or for equal is like waiting for Jesus to come back. Mm. We've been oh, waiting for shit. Jesus to come back since oh, when? Oh, you done pushed golden all the way off. Oh, <laughs> shit. I'm just keeping it. But that's not, that's not connected, We about to though. lose Y'all a co-host like out here, connected. man. No, I do not feel like this. I think we should switch. Feel me back. This is a brief intermission, God I think we need to switch gears, We've been talking about the end of the world since the beginning of the world. Exactly. Exactly. But no man knows the date or the hour. So keep it up. Look, look, look. <laughs> keep it up. And we got a date and everything for everything else. We got a date when he was born. We got a date for when. We don't have, we a, don't date have a date for was, was born. born. I mean, 
We do. No, we celebrate not. Christmas for what? I don't celebrate Christmas. Okay, that's, that's the majority connected of people, to a pagan I holiday. The majority of people celebrate Christmas. Why? It's Easter is when connected to the Passover. We're not talking about this now. Next, our daughter. And this whole thing with her hymen. Oh, oh look, man, look, before, we, before we get into that, man, <laughs> you got to talk about the Byron Allen situation. Okay. Because that's where we was going before we just veered all the way off track with this shit and into the guardrails and shit. So, <laughs> so <Bro>. with, the, <laughs> with the Byron Allen well, shit, man, like, does anybody want to fill everybody in on it? I don't know what that was it? about. Uh, I, didn't do, I didn't do my complete homework, so one of y'all feel me, man. So, uh, Byron Allen, a comedian, um, he's now bought the Weather Channel. What else he got going on? He's got like multiple cable uh, networks. Channels. Yeah, he's got a lot of networks. Like, well, basically, well, basically, he his his the main point that I got from the interview was uh, economic inclusion for you know African Americans and. How we need to well, he didn't really say how we need to go about getting it. I guess one way he was talking about it was, you know, when Obama got in office, he wanted him to to do certain things for us, like audit the banks, and because he gave them the he gave the him the money. Yeah, he donated money to his campaign. So then he wanted, you know. Gave him a report card, basically. Yeah. Right. He like, wanted black people to, to, to uh, play a role in the pensions. Mm-hmm. Right. Oh, yeah. yeah. I was like, yeah, damn. I didn't even think about it. And see that. how much of money is actually being loaned for black people yes. to be honest. Yeah. Yes. Right, man. So, with him, like, the man is like, he, he came a long way. You got to give it to him. And now he's in the middle of this whole uh, oh, the, 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 court. the trial with Comcast and shit, right. Charter Communications or whoever the fuck they are. But I didn't realize that that shit is a twenty billion dollar lawsuit. And then the the I mean, this is something that people really need to see. And it's sad that everybody's starting to know who Byron Allen is, right? But they only know about it because of the Breakfast Club. Like, now everybody's starting to see what's going on. It's like, we need to, and this is what he was saying, we need to start looking at this shit mm-hmm. long before it start hitting black media outlets. Mm-hmm. Right. We need to really see what the fuck is going on. He said, you need to take this fight to the courts and really watch what the fuck is happening. Because with this case that's getting ready to, um, this trial that's getting ready to happen on the 13th, on the 13th year, this shit deals with civil rights. Right. And they said, what is it, section... 1981 of the civil rights of 1866 mm-hmm. where we were supposed to get our little 40 acres and a mule but instead that we got um economic inclusion which you was just talking about right and the um non-discriminatory practices when it comes to government contracts all types <laughs> of shit that right. shit is is being up for 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 trial right now and the comcast is pretty much saying well byron if you drop this shit and settle out of court we may, you know, do away with us trying to take away the civil, civil rights, rights. Uh, statute. Mm-hmm. But it's like, the way, fuck no, I'm not doing that It's the way they shit. handle him. And yeah. he's saying, y'all don't, you know, basically talk to my white counterparts like that. Y'all don't settle like that. Exactly. That shit is racism and you at know its what? And, and when, I don't even know who still has cable, but 
Comcast. You know, black listeners, can y'all just disconnect y'all cable from Comcast no, and Charter? We, so, uh, we, we want entertainment more than information. Get, get the yeah. fire stick, please. So, <laughs> so we, we spend a lot of money on that. Like, yeah. on cable. It's yeah. a big deal. And it's, and it's not just us, but all races. In, gener- yeah. in general. And also, I found myself paying for the shit and I wasn't even watching it. <laughs> no, that's uh huh. I mean, it's, that's real talk. The shit, man, and that that kind of goes back to our racism. It don't matter how much money you got, you're yep. still gonna deal with that racism, right? And when he, so the like the the actual interview was like an hour long, but I think that's something everybody needs to see because yeah. a lot of people don't understand what the fuck is actually getting ready to happen. Yeah, I like, sent it to everybody on my phone. Yeah, like people don't understand if this shit actually goes to court and it goes in favor of Comcast. Jobs have the right to fire you, and mm-hmm. you cannot even you get a lawyer to fight that shit. Oh, nope. Ain't that in North Carolina, though? No, what? you can fight it with a lawyer. Yeah, you can the, fight but it they can fire you for nothing, and yeah. don't, they don't. Yeah, yeah this is an at will state. Okay, yeah, yeah. Right, right to work right, type shit. Oh, yeah, all that shit. But that shit even crazy. Yeah, like people not understanding that shit, man. And hopefully, we get this shit out before the motherfucking 13th, you know? So we'll, yeah. Hopefully y'all listeners, y'all y'all hear this shit. Y'all start looking in this shit and see what the fuck is really getting ready to happen, man. This shit is real. That shit ain't no motherfucking joke. And then they said like the NAACP and everybody's behind it fighting this shit with Comcast. Mm-hmm. But Byron Allen was actually letting people know like the NAACP and the Urban League and all that, they were in the pockets of Comcast. Mm-hmm. Right, and that's where some of that shit. He actually had a um, a ten billion dollar, ten million dollar lawsuit against the NAACP because uh, they were getting charitable donations from Comcast, mm-hmm. and he right. thought that it was a, a cover up to to hide the discriminatory practices. Right. So this shit, like like I said, man. This but shit he is, was he was also saying like how he was really saying what he'll do. Like he was saying like, okay, if y'all come out. And support, you mm-hmm. know what y'all need to support. Y'all won't need them mm-hmm. because right. I yeah. and my friends will, yeah. you know, and put yours. up the money that you yeah. you're missing. I right. mean, he kind of said that. Yeah. He, no, he actually uh, said he that. He actually yeah. said yeah. it. Yeah. So you, when you look at it, you got to look at you know the people who running these these, these organizations and mm-hmm. saying. You know, you you don't know what's going on. It could be something so deep that Comcast would be giving them free cable. Comcast would put you in the crib. Mm-hmm. And all this just to say they 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 doing something for black people. And even because these the are black right. organizations, Go black ahead, caucus. Yeah. He was saying, yeah. Yeah. out of yeah. the sixty, mm-hmm. only like nineteen endorsed him. Yeah, and he was right. saying, what happened to the other forty eight? He said, that's what we need to do as a people. You know, it's like. Everybody wants to know what the hell we can do about it. We need to actually hold them motherfuckers accountable. Yeah. And if we don't like that shit, we need to say something about it. But people don't even know much about the Black Caucus and all that other stuff. They don't even know that shit. But this land was built on. Yeah, man. That shit fucking crazy, man. But let's let's get into some other gems that he was talking about. Mm -hmm. Like, um, what you said, even one of y'all said it when we first was here. You said uh, the mom wants to see this. The son, the oh, kids, yeah, yeah, yeah. like that was some real stuff that he said. That like he was saying a lot of quick gems that can, can be a whole conversation. He was saying as the mom, as the mom succeed, the kids should succeed. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, he was say saying that, that his mom was seventeen yeah. when she had him. Yeah, yeah, right. right. So now 
when you look at that narrative that we create of oh, bad kids, mm-hmm. where is it coming from? Mm-hmm. Where does they seeing in the household that get them motivated? What? Okay, what? we could, we could, I got you. We could use my situation. Like my mom was not the mom that she was supposed to be. She did a lot of things that you know a lot of people didn't agree with. I didn't agree with, especially mm-hmm. when I got older. Mm-hmm. And stuff like that. So, so you know, so forth and so forth. My neighbors and everybody else's kids had moms that was failures. Mm-hmm. So, when you looking at coming from nothing, that's what we talk about. Yeah. Like, your mom didn't even do nothing to put you in a, in a good mm-hmm. place. So, not only are we getting killed in the street and people are turning drug dealers, getting locked up or dead, mm-hmm. you're talking about their mom not being successful at all or showing them anything. Okay. I don't want to take away from what he said as far as <laughs> if the mom is successful, then the child will be successful. I don't want to take away from that. But realistically speaking, a parent can be whatever type of parent they're going to be. And it's going to have some mm-hmm. effect on the child, but that doesn't 100% determine how the child is going to turn out. No, you know but you got to be more a strong, likely. you have to be a strong individual. A lot of people aren't exactly. strong. No, and yeah. I get that. That's why I, said, I don't want to take away from what he said. It's just, Maybe he you can't broke put it down a 100% on. Yeah. You can't. This show is produced by Livewire Sound and Entertainment. If you're looking to rent premium sound equipment for your next concert or podcast at a low price, go to www.livewiresoundent.com. You know, but I get where you're trying. But, I mean, it does help that you have, you know, loving, nurturing, you know, people that want you to want you to, to succeed or it want you to help. do better than they. It's more likely. It can. Help. It's yeah. more, likely. Yeah. more likely for because you to be successful. Because there are people who are, come from that. they grow up and become bums. And, and they, they come have from, supportive you know, families. And they, they have you know what? families. You know what? That, that's one of the things that I felt kind of hurt me when I grew up. Like, I came from a single parent household, and I feel like I'm, you know, I'm not doing where I want to be, but I'm, you know, I'm doing okay. But I've seen people that come from suburban households with two parents, you know, their parents got good jobs, they make it good money. But you want to go clear to the other side of town, hang with the wrong people, and do gangster shit for what? And that's why I'm saying, like, the parents can be whatever parents they're going to be. But at the end of the day, people still have to make their own choices. But, and I reiterate this, I get what he's saying. If you grow up with a strong role model, then more than likely you're going to take after that. More than likely. Or you at least got to know which way to go. Right. Right. Even if you go astray. So we look at the notion of, okay, if they do fall astray, they got somebody to fall back on. When we fall astray, it's over with. So we only, we run run around with, we can't make mistakes. Mm -hmm. When you coming from nobody or nothing that can help you or hold you up when you fall. Mm. We got to get it right the first time. That's what I tell my kids all the time. Like yeah. Y'all got to get it right the first time because yeah. we all come from this area where you get it wrong the first time. You already who trying to climb two mountains. Mm-hmm. So when you, when right. you look at the kids that come from suburban areas and come from, we call it privilege. And we joke, me and my friends joke about, oh yeah, she, you know, she don't know much though. She come from privilege. Like we joke about it all the time because it's like, you can't understand of having that pressure of getting everything right the first time. 
See what I'm saying? So yeah. when you look at that and these people that had these mistakes, and I mean, I know friends that come from good homes and stuff like that, and they talk about the thing, the money they blew, the cars they wrecked, yeah. right? The times yeah. they got locked up mm-hmm. and bailed out because they yeah. mom knows such and such and such and such. I look at my life. I look at it, if I wrecked my car or if I got locked up or if I did anything, it's a wreck, <laughs> right? Yeah. You know what I mean? So it's real. Yeah. I don't know, man. I mean, go ahead. I mean, like I made several mistakes in my life. I, I can't, you know. I mean, you you're going to have to have some type of struggle, man. Like struggle promotes progress. <laughs> like sometimes, sometimes some people need to have fucked up ass parents so that they can just come up out of the gutter. And you know what I'm saying? And teach people so that you motivated. can actually do this shit. Yeah. They be so huh? motivated. I said the ones who really know the I don't struggle, know. They be I don't so know motivated. if it's some of them. And some of them can't see themselves. Can't see themselves even surviving, you know, from moment to moment. You know what I'm saying? I don't know if it's like self motivated. I used to date this girl back in when I was eight or seventeen or whatever. And she was living in the hood. Like her mother was drinking and smoking you know what i'm saying she was fucked up they ain't had no job couldn't keep a job was just all fucked up dad she didn't know who her dad was she had siblings and shit <clears throat> me i was motherfucking in school you know about to head to college doing some better shit for myself and she said just through watching me it made her want to go to college and make her want to better her life and do do some shit. You know what I'm saying? Now she married, got a family, got a big ass house. Damn, you fucked real, up. Real good for herself. So, <laughs> Dude, you know, freaking, oh my god. Nah, nah. Go ahead, Craig. Go ahead, Craig. Go ahead. What y'all laughing at? Oh my god. <laughs> go ahead, Craig. Go ahead. I'm just saying, if you touch the brother, you might you might gain gold. But anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Keep going with your points. No, yeah. I mean, I just think, I just think that it's just how you perceive your life. You know what I'm saying? Like, you gotta play the cards that you dealt. Like, like our parents don't come from a place where everybody is successful. Niggas gotta motherfucking make the story for themselves so that we can show the, you know what I'm saying, the the ones that's coming up after us how to do this shit, how we can make it up out of this concrete. You know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I can't that. like as long as yeah. if, if everybody had good prospering parents and shit wouldn't nobody know how to really hustle and shit yeah. we'd all be doing the same shit that's right yeah. come on with them Charday laces you um, giving out Craig um, 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 okay so I get everything he's saying I, I agree with it but I'm one of those kids that come from you know both of my parents not being you know who they were supposed to be I'm gonna just leave it short like that and I often think all the time like would I want different parents and I always tell myself yeah cause I always like the struggles that you go through man like the struggles that you might be going through at 14 things that I've seen when I was 14 I wasn't supposed to see till I'm 21 so and that was all for my parents decision but I made it clear to myself that when I had the decisions to make my, you know, when it was in my hands, my life was in my hands. At 14, it's not because you got to live with your mom. You got to do all this extra shit yeah. that you don't want to do. And you, yeah, yeah, yeah. Ultimately, your parents' decision it reflects your situation. So when I was of age to make make my own decisions that determine my situations, I was able to make it. But I was, I, no, I don't want no, I don't want no parents that 
that had a struggle and had to see things because in life that might just be one part of your life where you struggle when you're younger and then and then this grown-up struggle that you go through it's it's, it's mid-teen struggles that you go through it's struggles that you go through in school where you learn yourself and stuff like that and then now when you when you're going through that like say if you know you and you 22 years old you 25 whatever you still need your parents Mm. And if your parents not there for you that time, you have nobody to really, <laughs> you have nobody to really guide you. But mm-hmm. yet, and still, if you had those good parents and you had people that was around you, not people, but your parents, because we're talking about parents, let's just keep it at parents. So your parents is the people that's supposed to guide you and making them decisions. Because when you're 25, you're still a kid, really. Yeah. You you legally you you're grown. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But you still need your parents at that time. I'm yeah, 27, I mean, and well, I call a, my mom nonstop. <laughs> you know, I'm and sometimes, 34. sometimes I call. You no, know, I'm me. 30, and I do it. All right? But what I was gonna say is though, but having the parents that you had, it it built character. It made you the person that you are today. So if you right. if you had, let's say, the, a Cosby family, you you never know, you never know how you would have. Be now, you know, you never know how these layers of who you are. It goes back to what Craig said about um, you, you, you take the cards that you dealt. You know what I'm saying? You, you play the hand that you dealt. You know what I'm saying? Like I, I ain't trying to get too much in the details. But yeah, I'm just saying I would pick the Huxtable family if I had a choice to go back all my life and everything. I would pick it. I would pick the Huxtable family not only because. Like, I love the hood. Don't get me wrong. I come up in it. We do a lot of things in my neighborhood and stuff like that. But, you know, if I had a better choice to pick, yeah, hell yeah, I'd pick a, a dad as a, a doctor and a mom as a lawyer. Yeah. Hell yeah. I wouldn't have missed but what happens to those people? No or birthdays or nothing like that. <laughs> but what happens to those people who need you who you are now? What'd you say now? They still there. They still there. I mean, but how do you know that though? What you mean? You know what I'm he, if you had basically it, if you, saying how he is now, listen, he might not have met the people. Like, oh, yeah, like who you are? That wasn't okay. the cards I was now, dealt. So basically, what he's saying not, is, we could go, and I say this all the time, not with just family. It's just in general. So a lot of times in life, we tend to go to the woulda, shoulda, coulda. Mm-hmm. If I didn't quit that job, or if I woulda went to college, or if I woulda did this, did it. My life could have been better. Because you, you know, know what I mean? Them human. Them human right. Things. But you, you don't really know how yeah, your you life would have turned out. You know? I mean, because I'm like you guys in think general. like this. I'm not even talking about a parent thing no more. Like, I got, you got to think like, you got to think like this, man. Your life is not your own, bro. Like, that you don't just live in this you said, world. Well, hold on. What you say? He said your life not your own. I said your life is not just, your life is not your own, bro. Right, right, right. You don't just live in this world just for the sole purpose of living for yourself. Like your self, your life is a representation of what you have done and what you have come from for others to see and mm. others to kind of mimic. Right. Mm. When you bring up seeds behind you, they need something to replicate. If you have never gone through nothing in your life, you have nothing to show them. Right, you know what? right. And, and that's and what we were talking about that too you the have other the day. What not to be examples. Yeah. So you know everything that you're not supposed to be exactly. for your own kids. They, so, you know, we was talking about this too, um, me and somebody else, and we was talking about you know Christians, and if you know if you 
so Christian and you never experienced anything, then you, you can't minister that. to somebody else that's going through something because you may you may be a reformed drug addict. You can minister to those people because you know what they're going through. You know their struggle. But if you just goody two shoe, you all your life yeah. you can't minister to those people. Because in essence, we need those people. Like 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 brother, we need people like you. We need people like you who gonna come around, give us give us a little bit of money for our children and schools and shit. Who help out with the psychological aspect of life. We need that shit. You know what I'm saying? If you was living in a hustable family and going through you know all that happy shit, would you still be the same person doing what you're doing now? I don't know. I haven't played them cards. Probably you know what I'm saying? But like, be a doctor, I, I, I'm, like I'm your just, daddy. I'm just saying theoretically. Yeah. Um. So. No, no, I wouldn't. I wouldn't. I'm. I'm just saying. If you giving me a chance to pick, whether I play them yeah. cards or them cards, give me that yeah. hand, and we'll see like, how it turns out. Of course, you gonna want the yeah, better situation. Like that, anybody would choose. Yeah, anybody that's, 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 but what that's you're saying, saying is, you happy where you are now? Yeah, of course. Learning from where you was of growing course, up. Of course. I understand that. I that was some Shardy elations, y'all. It sure was. Where we talk about the world I mean, of feel, adulting. I, mean, I feel you. It's all about perspective and choice. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I mean, me personally, I don't feel like I'd change anything, even though sometimes I wish I could. But, yeah. I mean, like, it's a lot of beautiful things that have happened in my life, which I, if, if it was different, I probably wouldn't have got to see. You know what mm. I'm saying? And I would hate that shit. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I yeah, I'm I the same the way woman with that. Like now versus back then, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? I like, just feel I ain't like perfect. I'm playing these cards right. I'm playing these cards right. And any other hand, I would uh, would have got dealt. I would have played them right too. So some it. way, yeah. I would have been somewhere so doing something exactly, doing yeah. something with giving back or whatever it may have you. I just feel like I'm playing these cards right. I would play any hand right. Mm. Okay, well, since we talk about that's some strong confidence, bro. Because I don't think I don't know if I would have been the same person. Yeah. You know okay, what since saying? we talking about like, family, real life. I mean, like yeah, I feel you, son. Because it's niggas, it's niggas who grew up right beside me who went through. You know what I'm saying? We almost went through the same shit, and like we're the same person, but they just took different routes <coughs> and did different shit. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. But we was the same people. Like, we was the yeah. same person. Like our friends. We like just that. had different... We just made different choices and played our cards, you know, differently. Mm-hmm. I, I could have easily been a nigga out here murdering somebody or taking somebody's life with some shit. Or, you know what I'm saying, coked up, weeded up, living with my mom's or some shit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Just because I'm thinking I'm playing my cards how I would have played my cards if I had the cards that I got now. Yeah. Right. You feel me? Like I, I mean, you never know what kind of choices you're gonna make mm-hmm. at that time. You know what I'm saying? When they present it to you in a different life. Yeah. You know. That's what I, I, but I mean, I feel you. What you're saying, I ain't, I ain't hating. With, I don't want you to think I'm hating. What you're saying? No, no, I just, I'm not. You know, I don't I think want, it like that. I, I just want everybody to see. You know, it's all about choices and perspective. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. What was you about to say, Mecca? Oh, since we're talking about family, now we can get on the T.I. thing because now it, like, eases in there. So, <laughs> T.I. Talking about he going to get his uh, daughter inspected at the gynecologist every year to make sure her hymen is intact, to make sure she's still virgin. <laughs> what 
Do y'all think about that? Because I think uh, it's great. I think I wanna, you're lying. I, well, you lying. I think you're lying. <laughs> I, I have probably a different perspective on that than y'all. I feel that I don't like the double standard. I don't like the double standard that he's okay with. Which one? Major? King. King 15 years old. Having sex at 15, but he, his daughter is 18. He's still checking to see if she's a virgin. I do like the fact that he is being a father to his daughter and making sure that she's making the right choices and he's staying on her. I do like that. But how do we know that he wasn't, you know, trying to check up on his son? Because he laughed No, about because it. he was what like, yeah, man. I, I don't you know. Get, That's you know, what I'm asking. No, well, from the preview clip I saw, he was like basically bigging him up like, yeah, you getting yours, dog. And, blah, and blah, blah. who you think he having sex with? Yes, girls somebody that his else age, daughter. somebody else. That's what I was going to say, yeah, too. Yeah. So I think That's that why we lying. need to hold yeah. the sons the accountable just like we <laughs> holding the girls accountable because who you having sex with? Kids, is his, girls is his age. Uh, is he damn sure old? better not be uh, having yeah, sex old. with the damn teachers? This is what irritates me. Might be. You don't know I'm T.I. Junior out this motherfucker. Oh. Doing the teachers? Oh. A lot of that going around. This is what irritates me about the whole thing especially being a parent okay first of all i think it's weird that you tell you you go you you the pussy patrol when it comes to your daughter i think that's what? The, <laughs> the pussy patrol okay. you know what i'm saying but if that's what y'all gonna do that's y'all business but what irritated me about it was you announced to the whole world your daughter's sex life and you don't open her up to all these perverts. That's yeah, that's true. That, that's true. All of, oh, well, let me be the one in. to pop your cherry. Yeah. Let me take your virginity. Yeah. Why did you announce that? But my I, thing is, people do a lot of stuff for social entertainment. That's like, why I know he's lying. Why can't something crazy. be private? Like, she's if you not are a virgin no more. She's been fucking. <laughs> oh my he just goodness. Saying that, he just saying that just to have us talking about it right now. Yeah. That's how I feel. I mean, maybe you ever seen her? Oh, oh my God! She's not a virgin. Who? Straight up. I don't don't know what she looked like. She's very pretty. The daughter, but like, yeah, yeah, but like Eminem. Okay, his daughter. We to this day, nobody at this table can probably tell me what Haley looks like. That's that's protecting your kid. You know what I'm saying? Not discussing on a open interview. Your child. Ti, you got to think about who you're talking about. He do a lot of stuff for the light. Like he always in something. He's sociable. Whether his yeah. his marriage at all. Yeah. His so kids. it's easy for him to do that. And he white. Yeah. People forget that he white. True. Yeah. <laughs> True. Yeah, but do. my whole point was when it comes to protecting your child, you don't put no mess like that out there. Yeah, oh, let me tell you all about I my would. daughter's sex life. Whether yeah, he's lying or not, you don't. Do I mean, like I, that. I think that, that he's trying to connect to the people who's actually dealing with stuff like that. So I get it, but, but then again, HIPAA. for me, for me, she I'm not doing that with my daughter. I'm not putting that she out didn't there. Sign it? Yeah. She signed she the consent. She signed that saying that he. That he, oh, that he probably so, so yeah. I mean, I'm sure he's not in there doing the actual examination. He probably just coming there. To get the results. Well, where where the hell is uh, old girl at? Why the hell is she ain't in it? Uh, yeah. Tiny, that's not tiny. That's not tiny, tiny kid. Doesn't matter. Yeah, yeah. it matters. All right, well, she got a mama. I don't know. 
See, that's but that's no, that's it another thing. Matter. It shouldn't exactly. matter though, because exactly. it takes a village to raise a kid. Fuck yeah! So if man, I was a mom, I'd be cursing that, I'd be answer, cursing that man out for the next six months. I don't every think day you should straight. be going because if you're not going to treat your son the same way, and that's the issue yeah, at hand in society. Tiny period. ass need to be up in that shit. It that's does real, not though. fucking he matter. He control her too. Yeah, he do. He does control her. Half of your little sweat box belong to me. He he control her too. Justin, why you so quiet? Oh my god! <laughs> I just think that you know that that right there needs to be the woman type thing. I don't think he need to be up in there. He should know, but him being in there, like, come on, that's now. creepy. That's to me. Like, yeah, that's like that's where. All right, let's like, we hold on, hold on, we ain't gonna say Ti creepy. What he said was creepy though. Like he's not actually in the, the room. He's probably creepy. No, out there while she's there. in here. Yeah, right. he's not in there while no, she's getting examined. But if you're that obsessed with if she's a virgin, she should be having a woman That's not go creepy. with her, her mom. I mean, my or her whole thing is you teaching creepy. her that her value as a woman equates to her sex life. Oh, you a virgin, so you're you're just super valuable because you're a virgin, as if. A woman has nothing else to bring to the table but her virginity. I got you. You know what I'm saying? So that's what makes real. it that's creepy. Real. It's like you are announcing her virginity like it's a damn trophy. What else does this little girl have going for herself? Yeah, and what right. else do you emphasize? Well, what he gonna do when he find out that he not that she's not fucking dude, she fucking girl. Oh my god. <laughs> I already knew you was about to come out the, the, the woodworks for something. <laughs> That's oh, why you, that's your really hymen's still intact. That is real shit because it's like, it, think about the, that the equivalent to this is <laughs> let me go fuck. get my son's asshole checked out to mm. make sure it's not been penetrated, to make sure he's not gay. <laughs> cannot. I mean, that's the equivalent. <laughs> that's just creepy as hell. hell. You opened up Pandora's box. <laughs> that's creepy as hell to me. You have, like, yeah. What are you doing? But the, you but, announce it to everybody? But the other thing is, is the double standard that he is. is hyping his son up like, yeah, you getting yours. Like, you the man. Yeah, right. you know and man? parents really do that. I remember when I was like 17, my brother, because we, we two years apart, he was 15, maybe. Um, and I had somebody come to my house. We was just outside talking, a guy, of course. And my, when I say my stepdad went the hell off, what you doing with it at my house? But my brother could be doing X, Y, and V. Girls calling the house I mean, all type of common. night. It's a common but double standard. it's sad, though. It is. It is. Even my father did. Yeah, boy. That's my boy. Yeah, that's like, my it's boy cool. Right but it's, it's, it's a double standard. I mean, I get it, girls... Women are supposed to be held to a higher. I get it, but that's not fair. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I, I ain't nobody coming in my goddamn house. <laughs> <laughs> oh, can't nobody visit your daughter? Well, yeah, <laughs> I got shit that I want to keep. So, nigga, you stay outside. If y'all gonna be fucking, y'all can do that shit somewhere else. <laughs> and trust, they will. Right, right. That's a, that, 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 that's my so house. Dumb. I'm fucking some. I'm fucking some. Something up. Oh. <laughs> I was about to say. Oh shit! Well, but that's just the whole notion of a lot of women wanting sons and not daughters, except for Charde because you don't want to. Because I'm scared. Cause I ain't gonna lie. I want oh, my son God. and I got my boy. Oh, my <laughs> I, I, yeah, I, I, when I think about it, I wouldn't want sons. These I think that if they are hardest to raise, and I wouldn't want to do it as a single mother, not at no. all. Right. Now, I'm a single mother and I'm raising my daughter and if she was the boy, my God. Real talk, I'm glad I don't have a daughter. Because it's tough. My I don't have 
I don't have traditional views when it comes to little girls. Like, I just don't. And I'm like, I know if I we if if me and my son's dad had a daughter versus a boy, we would be bumping heads left and right. Cause I just don't have, you know, I I, I don't have traditional views. On yeah, I got three nieces. Lord knows they call me with them, or they call my brother with some. Somebody done touched them or something like that. Yeah. That, that but right you know there. What? People be perverse with little boys too. Right. When they yeah. come to sexual yeah. assault, I pay so much close attention to my son, his behaviors around certain people, the way that he reacts to you. His, sure. I, I mean, I, I don't boy or girl. I mean, you're not going to play the sexual predator card. I would. <laughs> well, yo, this was a. Banging, banging ass episode, man. This was dope as shit. So, like we always say, man, like this was produced by Livewire Sound and Entertainment. This is your boy, Comedic Energy. Chardin. Golden. Make a name. Terrell McCray. <laughs> cray, cray. Yep, yep, yep. This was dope as shit, man. Yo, we out. Peace. This show was produced by Livewire Sound and Entertainment. If you're looking to rent premium sound equipment for your next concert or podcast at a low price, go to www.livewiresoundent.com. Yeah, yeah, yeah.